Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello, hello. Good morning. Well, it's not morning to wherever you listen to this. It could be any time of day. Welcome. Welcome. To episode 91 of the Are We Still Here podcast. We had Holly on last week. Mm. It was great. We had really good response from that, actually. I loved that podcast. It was really good. It was really nice. It's nice having guests on, and it's not that yeah. I don't like you, but it's nice to have other people here. <laughs> well, we have got some guests lined up. Um and we will let you know once they are confirmed. But yeah, we're and if you're a coach listening to this um, and you feel like you've got something to add to any conversation, then please let us know because we want to have more and more guests on. Um, so me and Jess don't have to talk to each other. <laughs> we do enough I'm joking, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Yeah, no, it's, it's always nice to have other people's uh, mm-hmm. perspective. And, and Sasha and I left that. So what was it? It was a International Women's Day as well, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. I was like, isn't it nice just having like more... And, and I don't mean this in any disrespect to any men that are listening <laughs> either, because I know you make up like 25% of the listens, maybe. Oh, that's um, cool. Um, that uh, it was just nice to be surrounded by some other female coaches because it's not something that, like we said to Holly, mm-hmm. it's not an echo chamber that we find ourselves in very often. We oh. have to kind of seek out those people. I'm trying to find them. that echo chamber. <laughs> Where are they? Come to me. <laughs> um yeah no it was really great and just before we start um I am taking on um a few clients whoa 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 who said you could promote on here you know what <laughs> I did I did um Jess will know I'm not very good at advertising for some reason I I, I don't know I get nervous about it and the ick. my client my client Gemma said she put my ad on her story and I said thanks so much and she goes she goes on she said Sash honestly that was a really authentic sales pitch she was like I can tell that it's true and it's not <laughs> a lie and I was like that's because it is true and she was like no but I can tell that it's true mm-hmm. um and I yeah I got a, a a few messages from people so I'm looking forward to catching up with them but um please do message me on Instagram or you can email me at info at sashalucascoaching.co.uk um love to chat as always so um and off the back of those chats today's pod was born oh (laughs) hallelujah hallelujah um Jess sent me over some stuff this morning and I just thought oh these are cool and then I thought well I had this chat and then I thought we'd just do a um not a Q&A as such because some of it is not actually a question but topics come up when you chat to people about coaching Um, and this is a big one yeah this is a big one that I've I hear all the time. I hate yeah. to be one of those people on Instagram. It's like, so I get this question all the time. <laughs> I've got like once, but I genuinely do. People do yeah. say it all the time. But also Jess, um, Jess said a couple as well. And I think we should also go into um, those things. But the first one, let me get up. I'm going to paraphrase it but, and obviously not say a name because um, I, I think it's private. Um, da, 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 let me get on my... Instagram so I've got the paragraph in front of me but I'm gonna basically just say it in a different way um a lot of people when I ask them so say you get a message oh hey I'm interested in coaching or I have a question about fitness a lot of the replies are similar to Mm. this one um before lockdown I was doing this insert gym thing here um then obviously lockdown hit and I was doing nothing. And then once everything opened again, um, it seems to be a, 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 what's the word? A common thing. People kind of dive into the first thing they see post lockdown because they're like, oh God, I feel terrible. Um, I want to, I don't want to feel like this. So I'm going to sign up to uh, this. They do it. It's probably a bit more than they needed at the time maybe it's a little bit more extreme or something and as this lady said um I was consistent and saw results albeit I don't think the diet side that they encouraged was was very sustainable so it's very much like been in lockdown let's just 
dive into this thing yeah um and now since doing that because obviously those things are usually transitory they're usually like this date to this date and then in a bit um they're now lost again so had structure before lockdown Boris said stay at home (laughs) um Boris said you can go outside now join something do it see results because if you do nothing and then do something you'll see results and then that ends and then here we are 2023 spring and there's a lack of structure Jess I'm guessing you've heard that before yeah heard that a lot yeah Yeah. not a lot and And I think what was you were you how about tell me about your tell me about your experience when you came out of lockdown um if anything I probably did a little bit less yeah when I came out of lockdown I was doing a lot during lockdown I was teaching a lot I was doing a lot of like I was doing like a lot of online classes for I was doing uh like two corporations I was I also had like an online um community that I'd created in lockdown that lasted for like a year um and then I had my online clients as well so I was I was very active at home Mm. and I also had the I was very fortunate that I had um my own studio space so I could still train as normal yes yeah and then I started coaching you in May 2021 yeah yeah so was that I can't actually was that lockdown Mm, I don't think I think we're out of lockdown at that point that's 2021 wasn't it yes because May 2021 was when I met Dan and we were allowed to go for a drink but we weren't allowed to sit inside (laughs) oh there you go you met two great people in May 2021 I did what a month um what was mine so mine was funny not funny like mine was pretty monumental because in January 2021 I was very I got really ill and I lost I didn't train for about January February March three four months which Mm. probably the most time I've had off training since I was like a teenager um I lost a lot of weight um, from being ill and then just the damage that that did afterwards um, to appetite and just and obviously because I wasn't training for the first time in over a decade my body was like ah I guess we don't need food anymore <laughs> um, so yeah it was a, a bit of an odd one for me so I kind of at the time it was a bit like oh my god what am I going to do this is my job I'm fitness like oh my god what am I going to do but um, now when I look back at that time I'm like it almost gave me what I probably needed at that time which was a clean slate yeah I was like look I'm doing nothing and I don't recognize myself and I know that I want to exercise and train and obviously it's my job and I have a coaching business but let's just use this as like right you've done lots of shit (laughs) you've just been away and done some crazy stuff what do you actually want to do what do you actually want to do now so as much as it was a bit scary at the time, like I used it as like a rubbing off the whiteboard, got my pen. Let's just, what do you actually want to do? So I actually think looking back, that it was pretty good for me. Um, But so this lady has said that. And again, we have heard it, a, a version of that many times. And um, I think naturally jumping into something a little bit more extreme after a lot of time off is not just a COVID thing. No, I think it's a, um, it's like what we've said before. It's like, um, as an example, if someone decides they want to start getting into uh, like running or feeling fitter, they don't just go out for a five minute jog. They go out for a 5k and try and batter <laughs> themselves. And it's yeah. like, and, and and we I think we've spoke about this on a podcast before mm-hmm. where we said, well, why is that? And I think a lot of the time it's like, even though it doesn't give us an instant result, it gives us like an instant feeling like we've done something hard and fast. And therefore yeah. that type of aggression should carry us on into yeah. the same trajectory that we would like to go. It's like momentum. Yeah. Isn't it? And it is true, right? What is, it's, it's one of the laws of physics, isn't it? It's much easier to push something that's already moving than something that is static. Because I think that you, as you said, Jess, the hard and fast thing. Sometimes, what we what we're really after is a feeling of um, what's the word? Uh, accomplishment. Is that mm. one? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Ah, I've done nothing. I've accomplished something, and we're hoping that momentum is something that 
state that creates something long term. But that is not always the case. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes the case again, as we know on this pod, we're not we're never talking for everyone because someone might be like, "Well, it worked for me, and that's fine." Um, but usually, if you start up here, anything less feels like not enough. When anything less might have been where you probably should have started. Yeah. Anything if you if you do loads, remember, if you do too much, doing a normal amount will seem like not enough. So I was speaking to an old client yesterday. Um, she's got- By the way, that's such a good line. That's what? so good. What? Do, doing too much will then make you feel like you're never doing enough. Oh well, my God, yeah. I, know, I know so many people who that yeah. applies to. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's true in anything, really. That's yeah, there pr- it is. a principle of life rather than a principle of fitness. Um, on a t-shirt. I, I will do that I, I think do. you should I, I forgot it. what I said I'm, I'm genuinely I've forgotten the way I worded it so I'll have to listen back if it was yeah. um I'm gonna get the conversation up again she's uh I trained her for years we're very close she won't mind me sharing um she's got into running a lot recently um since we stopped coaching together and so I've been we've been chatting about it so she's sending me some stuff like what do you think about this because she knows that it's something I can't leave alone <laughs> So I'm like, oh, what's this? Show me, show me. Um, and she said, I'm going to read it out because it was a um, really interesting way of saying it. So basically, we were talking about the um, logical element of what she's doing and then the emotional element of what she's doing because she she feels, as we were just talking about, like she needs to push, like go. Mm-hmm. And she said, I said, um, it's like trying to max out your squat every session will be fun for a few weeks and you'll probably be forced to stop. It's not like you will stop. You'll probably be forced to stop. And she said, it makes logical sense. Yes. The difficulty is removing emotion that in brackets, that set competitiveness to always be improving on paper. And then, and then the form of slower running. So she's, and then I said, going fast every time isn't improving and uh, what makes more sense emotional logic and then I said you know the answer to that and she goes I know and then just put like a crying face so sometimes that battle is it's so ingrained enough to just do 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 more 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 that we even know deep down so I always say like no not on surface level like deep down right in the pit of your stomach what mm. do you think you should be doing and she knows that's what I said I said you know the answer to that I think you're you're extremely smart and you're probably more knowledgeable about training than a lot of beginner PTs. Like she knows what she's doing, but it's still that overriding sense of on paper, I want to be doing more and improving. Yeah. And and I don't mean this in a negative way, but I think it's no. it's driven by ego, isn't it? Absolutely, which is why she said competitiveness. No, she, yeah. she, won't, mind, she won't mind you saying that. And, but yeah, I think e- ego gets a bad rep, but we all have to remind ourselves, we all have ego. We all, yes, we all ego, have, we all have it, one, yeah. It protects us, it, it, yeah. it drives us, it's it's a positive thing in many ways. Yeah. But it also can be our, like, downfall because yeah. we give into it at times when we don't need to give into it, like that, which is the emotion. Basically yeah. what she's saying is, like, my ego won't let me. Yeah. But I know logically it doesn't make sense. Yes. But the thing is with that is that she will come to that herself. Yeah. So obviously she's she we I'm helping her and stuff and it's fun because I love the chat. Um but after a while she'll have she'll figure that one out. Because she will aim to, if she wants to do this forever like run then she will get to a point where she has to. Mm-hmm. It's like the um you you can never run too slow, but you can easily run too fast. Yeah. Easily. Um, yeah, so diving into something and then it kind of dwindles off. How do we do that in a way after lockdown? Did something extreme. As the lady said in the message, probably wasn't sustainable, but she saw results from it, which she would have done. Um, but then it's like nothing. So how do we get to a point where one we are not attracted to those things anymore and we just kind of disregard them like you and I would 
you and I, we'd never be tempted. Into, it, 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 it wouldn't even tempt me 1%. If someone said, oh, you know, do this 12-week thing, I'm like, I'd be like, I am, I am so not interested. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, it takes, it gives me nothing. But like you said as well, you're, you, you maybe aren't this, the same in like a competitive nature to some yeah. people. So it's how you're wired a lot, isn't it, as well? Exactly. But then I also think that experience helps. Because mm. once you know how this stuff works and the basic principles of fitness and whatever, you you just see through it. You're like, eh. And, you, and then you and I and, and whoever, I'd be like, well, what about that? I'll just pick yeah. it apart, <laughs> send them a message yeah. like, oi. <laughs> um, so what what advice would you give that person, Jess? Um, without it sounding super cliche, but it's it is about knowing yourself better, I think. Yes. Because until you know... And that's why you said this lady will find out in time because it just comes with more awareness of self, Mm -hmm. but also of, well, what do you want to achieve? If it is to run quicker over time or it is to have longevity in whatever you're doing, then you're going to have to acknowledge that things need to change now. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, there's no escaping that. Um, It it is just the way it is. And it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. And that's why it doesn't happen at the same point for everybody because there has to be like a, a a stage of of change in which you're ready to accept it. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. but hard. yeah, it's, it's awareness. So I think a lot of it, and and again, that's why we obviously do the the job that we do because our job is to help bring our clients along. It's not to like uh, that. What was that uh, Sandra Bullock film on Netflix? <laughs> that Bird Box where you hold someone's eyes open, like look into the light. Ah. Um, it's not like that, but it's no. almost like a. Um, oh, do you see that path out in front of you? I think it would be good if we had a little nosy over there. That's the type yeah. of approach that we need to take to help people see the things that maybe we we think would benefit them or that yeah. they would help them um, build up their own picture of it. And that's why I, I personally find it hard because give me half an hour on a table with someone with a brew and if they said that to me, I could I could talk about it and come up with like things maybe possible things we could do so easily so easily because that's literally what I do every single day of my life yeah. in my job what I do find hard is that was an Instagram message um so much to unpack so mm. little time um I the, the kind of questions I want to ask is what are your so say we do work together what are your what do you want to do after that because mm. if she's so used to going into things like this, then if she sees what her and me, her and me, her and I would do together as something else like this, then it's not helpful for her mm. or me. Yeah. And that's so why it's so hard. It's so honestly, I find it so hard to communicate. But that's why... sometimes. And that's why coaching can't be a dictatorship. I had, I had this conversation with a client that I, um, started yesterday. We had a consult and I said like it, it won't be a you need to do this now <laughs> because yeah. it's like that person will just they might do it but it'll just be what we just said it'll be short-lived they'll mm-hmm. do it for a period of time it's like they need to believe in the process and they need to buy into yeah. why they're doing something um yeah. and I don't think necessarily that's that's something that coaches realize when you're so passionate about fitness and you're in the detail every day and yeah. You just think, oh, they they know, they know. And it's like, no, no they don't know. You need to yeah. almost like point it back all the time to, right, yeah. we're doing this because remember that that's what you want to go. That's yeah. why we're doing this now. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And sometimes I find that the language around it, because that woman, for example, and not, you know what? No, not even that woman. Every time I hear that mm-hmm. story, if coaching is what they're interested in, the conversation will usually float to, okay, so what what do you get with your coaching? And it's so hard to, what do you get is something that I can't, phys- that's the transactional thing, right? Yeah. You give me this, I give you that. And I'm like, I cannot tell that woman what her coaching, I hate the word journey. <laughs> but I don't know what else to say um I don't know what that 
the coaching journey, whatever, between her and I will look like for the next two years. I don't know. I don't know. Because I've not had a consult with her. I don't know. I know her name and I know what she does for a living. I don't know anything else about her. I don't know what she did before lockdown. I don't know what her goals are. Proper goals, you know, the ones that she would go into. So it's like, it's so hard to possibly say on an Instagram message. I would go as far as saying it's impossible. Because if I said, oh, um, uh, well, with the information I've got, I honestly don't know what it will look like. So what and what you get isn't necessarily a question that I can answer because it's not kind of a transaction. I'm not we're not swapping something for something because then she'd be like, anyway, I'll speak to someone else. Cause it's like uh, you haven't given me any answers. And I'm like, mm. it's so hard to say. Yeah. It's so hard. This is why, I, you know, I always say, like, if you can, no obligation. Honestly, let's just hop on a call. Is that, I'm not trying to persuade you. I just cannot physically explain Yeah. what I do on an Instagram message. It's too hard. Yeah. It's too hard without any context. And, and then that's when communication can get lost. And that's when you might end up signing up for something that you didn't realize it was. And then, you know, mm-hmm. oh, hard. Hard. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to the topic. Um, it's so cliche, but start. Oh, I hate even saying it. It's so cliche. Start small. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It starts small because it it's that's one of the biggest challenges that you see with a lot of people is they have got the they've got the ability or they've got the resources whatever it might be to commit to something for a short period of time a lot of us can we can look at um like like our calendar for the year and be like yeah I've not got anything on that should interfere with that whether that's work whether that's social events or whatever that you might think might harm your progress in any way shape or form and you can look at windows in your timeline and go that is doable I can do that yeah but it's like so what so yeah. what that you can do that for a short period of time? Show me that you can do it for a year and I'll be like, wow, that's cool. Like that's that's so much more impressive. Show me someone who can do it for 10 years and I think that's even better. It's like, it's 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 not an easy, it's not, it's not an easy, it's not difficult to go out of the gates all guns blazing no. to run out of steam within a short period of time. It's, it will happen. That's That's just how it works. Yeah. That's not that's not a difficult thing to do. A lot of people can do that. Yeah. But if you can pace yourself, just like in a race, the most impressive runners are the ones who can pace themselves. And that don't get caught up in what's going on around them. Oh, everyone yeah. else is speeding up. I'm going to speed up. Like, what everyone else is doing is completely irrelevant. Do you want to do this race or do you want to fucking follow everyone else? Yeah. It's that, that affects people so much, what other people think and... Um, mm. Which is why sometimes I think a lot of these um, classes, not naming names, but, you know, (laughs) these classes that people join, they're not, it's what everyone else is doing. It's just, you're there and it's vibes and woo music and stuff, but what are you doing? Let's get... All those people, let's leave the room and shut the doors and turn the music off. Now do that session in the oh silence. God. Oh, my God, I would pay such good money to see that. Right? You will, in the nicest way possible, if someone filmed it, right, you would probably think, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to read something out because I saw it this morning and I was like, whoo! That's lo- worded very, very nicely and I liked it. Um about what everyone else is doing and why it's so important in situations like this when you feel like you're doing nothing not to just dive into something (laughs) most fitness instructors don't know the amount or type of exercise that you need to get healthy they do know how to make you feel like you're doing what healthy people healthy looking people are doing that's why they focus on music the clothes the look and the look you're going for Classes are designed to make you want to do more classes. Has any of your favourite instructors ever identified the safe but effective amount of training for you to do today? Getting healthy and fit requires consistency, moderation, skill development and patience. Do you know, do you, do they know, 
oh they've they've done a typo and it made me read it funny um do they even know how many days you can actually handle or do they just want you to take more classes because that's how they get paid it's not the instructor's fault trainers are frustrated that they cannot deliver what you need so are you doing what you think you need to be doing or are you doing what you actually need to be doing and I think that comes back to this topic perfectly because this woman and plenty of other people have, who have said it probably think this is what I need to be doing right now because it's been locked down and I've done nothing. Yeah, but it's hard, isn't it? It's easy for us to say that because we know, but yes, without course. knowing that you look you look around and you, you see what is the most heavily marketed in your face thing or what is the most talked about or what so-and-so said in the office is great. So it's like, oh, it's that. So I'll go do that because they're doing that. And they said it's good. So you go off word of mouth, et cetera. Yeah. So, so hard. Oh, my God. It's but so it, hard. Yeah, but it's like it's like anything, isn't it? It's like just because something is the most advertised doesn't mean it's the best. Just because McDonald's is the most widely advertised fast food chain doesn't mean it's the nicest food. It's just got the... It got the, got the <laughs> it's not. It's five guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, true, true. For you. Um, it's just because they've got the biggest marketing budget. And yeah. it's like, and that's okay. But it's like if you can just open your eyes just a tiny bit wider, just like we said with the Sandra Bullock yeah. film, if you could just open your eyes a tiny bit wider, which I can't do today, by the way, my eyes are stinging. <laughs> I'm looking like, I'm looking at you squinting. Can you not notice today? I can't yeah, you are, like... you, you are sat by a window. So that bright... I'm sat by the window, but I don't know if I'm getting a bit of a headache. Anyway, <laughs> by the by, um, um, yeah, it's, it's opening your eyes just a little bit wider and or opening like, your awareness just that little bit further which again just comes with time it's like you don't know what you don't know none of us don't know what we don't know until we get there um and and I say that from a point of view of I've been there I've been the person doing the classes I've Mm. been there I've been the person in the class and I've been the person teaching the classes yeah it's like I've been I've been there in both situations um and it, it isn't until you 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 move up that a little bit further along that you realize hold on a second this isn't serving me or it's not serving the client anymore yeah absolutely and I think a tip to this which obviously I'll be speaking to after this but I don't think when it comes to fitness I don't think we think about shopping not shopping around as in going to a certain class trying it but like actually looking it into who we're giving our money to mm. so this is why I did a post on it last night because another coach has said that she, even she who's a coach doesn't know who to trust online, but we don't ask. We, we almost, and myself too, I'm not saying that this is, uh, I'm not out of this, but we almost assume that the authority will, will, will tell the truth. Do you know what I mean? So we almost yeah. think, Oh, well, she, she's professional. She, she, she's telling the truth she knows what she knows what I need to do and it's like you need to the person who's buying also needs the authority to be like look I'm the one giving you my money here what yeah what uh, what ex- please explain in, in a nice not rude way <laughs> please explain to me what the service is ask yeah. that's what I said on the post oh my god ask questions on my last consult with my new client she asked me she asked me such good questions I was like Oh my god, this is so nice because I want to be grilled. Yeah, yeah. And Ask I think me. what gets me is as well is with it being something so important yeah. like your health. Yeah. How we don't attach much consideration to that decision. It's like imagine imagine your money, like if you, if it was your money. Yeah, you financial like, advisor or something. You wouldn't just go with John down the road. Yeah, just some random person. Yeah, it's interesting. But it's like, it's just funny when it comes to your health, it almost seems like, a, oh yeah, it's just that thing. And it's like, what, you you mean the vessel that you're going to live in for the rest of yeah. your life? You mean that the thing, thing that will literally, that you're going to live in, yeah, until you yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is fascinating. But I, like I said, I think we've had <clears throat> this discussion just between you and I before, which is, I do think the way that consumerism has, has evolved over the years is that yeah. people's purchasing decision is much shorter than what it used to be and that's probably with the help of technology and obviously things like that and I'm not saying that's the same for everyone you might sit here and be like like Sash oh mm. no I mill on something for a month or whatever but <laughs> I do think 
like look at all the sponsored ads we get so, mm-hmm. get on social media it's like you're only ever like oh my god I keep getting targeted with this little lamination brush yeah. on TikTok like to do my brows and I'm like yeah. that looks like a goddamn good brush and I really think I would get <laughs> it, but I, I want that brush <laughs> but I don't need it but I'm like I it, old me would have been like yep I'll buy that do you know mm-hmm. what I mean so I think yeah. it probably doesn't help that uh other purchasing decisions in life we almost put health into the same bucket because that's yeah. the issue that we spoke about with the podcast two weeks ago if you treat it like it's just a transactional thing mm, you maybe just think well well whatever yeah I'll spend x amount a month on having a coach because it's just an extra thing to add to my list of outgoings yeah which is like which is why I like chatting to people like that client that I just said about I had my first call with her in August so when she contacted me in what month is it? March, Feb. It wasn't. It was like I'm ready now. So she yeah. knew. She knew everything. It's like I'm ready now. So it's like sweet, let's go. But people might be like, oh yeah, but that's six months or whatever. I'm like, she's spending money with me. It's not. A, it's not a lamination eyebrow brush. <laughs> spending money with me, like she. It took her time, and she made the decision, like. Um, I've got a, a lady who wants to start in May. She's moving house. And um, obviously she sent me a message on Instagram. I went on her thing and I was like, fuck, we've been talking for years. So it's almost like she, now's the time where she wants to hire someone. And she'd been talking to me for since 2018 or something, 2017. Mm. It's like, I think, and this is why I personally, again, on the post I did last night, look at how they're marketing to you. Do you like it? We yeah. all like to be marketed in different ways, right? That's it. Like I said, on the, it's a very personal thing. And I said, I didn't like pain points. It makes me go, Ugh. so I'm obviously not going to buy off someone that is pain. And I also hate the false urgency. Don't like it. Scarcity mindset. Yeah, because one, I think it's a lie. The end, uh, if, unless it's not, which is fine. But if I'd have said to that client in August, and yeah, but um, that spot actually isn't going to be here next month, so you need to have it now. She might have started, and she might have not been in the right place, and then it might have just gone. Yeah. It's obviously if you literally, literally have one spot, and then your books are completely full, then that's fine. But you you can say that in a very authentic, normal way. You don't yeah. need to be like well uh the, the cost is going up this you know you need to do mm. this you know you've got a countdown on instagram story like you've got four hours left it's like no one's gonna make a good decision when they've got a timer ticking over their head especially when it's as you said the vessel it's the only body you'll ever have there shouldn't be any scarcity put on it it should be like i'd like to hire someone who shall I hire? Hmm. I'm going to look around and, and, and read people's things and see who I can relate to and maybe have a call with a couple of people. That's probably how it should go, right? Yeah. I guess it depends on what what you, how you look at it as well. I think there were, when you said that, then I was just thinking, but imagine you're going with a bank and they're offering a new uh, offer if you sign up between x period of time mm-hmm. it's like they're not saying like it's an urgency it just has that's that offer that they're giving and yes. i know that's a different industry but that's you can that, say that, that authentically frame. though you can yeah and do it that. authentically just like if you have a program maybe you, you've created a, a a book or a pdf mm-hmm. or a group coaching program that yeah. you want to put out you have to put a time limit on that because it's like as a coach you've got other places that you're going to invest your resources over time you've maybe penciled in that that's going to take so much of your next month two months however that might be so you almost kind of need to use it but like you say you probably can you can sniff that a mile off in in a lot of instances yeah Um, but also Jess do not think that you of course I think you can do it authentically like when I said I have two spots for April one for May that was genuinely because it was true yeah but also we're as coaches, as the kind of coaching that you and I do, we're literally asking people to invest their money into us for quite a substantial amount of time. So I yeah. think I think it's unfair that we would say, 
well you know we and we're just being honest you know I tend to work with people between uh, online since I started this I've had people you know two or three years but you have to make that decision in the next two weeks to then give me two years of your time it's like I think I I, I think that can be seen as a little bit unfair however yeah if it was going to be it's a six-week program you got two days to decide fine yeah yeah it's almost like you need to be able to give give a bit to to ask what you're asking and I like I always say that to you don't I it's like um when you say oh, I don't like necessarily advertising or whatever it gives me the ick or whatever and I'm like but as as in the nature of what we do we provide a lot of value for free like we do like yeah. we don't on a, on I think people take it take it for granted sometimes um I've got a friend who's just opened a business recently but she's got loads of other things on she's like oh my god social media is just so time consuming I was like I know it can be at times like if you've got your, your actual job to do it's like another thing to think on um and um like I said to you there's nothing wrong with the amount of free value that you're giving out every once in a while to say oh I've got some coaching spots available yeah <laughs> it's like yeah you're, you're, right. basically, you're basically <laughs> highlighting all the value that you've given you basically just saying oh by the way you know all that value that I, g- I gave out for free in a general way yeah I could help you in an individual way and I yeah. have got some spaces to work with me yeah there you go and that's you're like, right you're right that's just me <laughs> being stupid sometimes um, stupid. <laughs> um so that's what for this lady um who messaged me that is all people who are having that problem lockdown went into something extreme and now doing nothing seek out help because we do and for the mm. did you say 25 percent males listen uh let me get it up now I think it's around that. I, I had a look. It's just the platform's just recently changed. Um, oh, no, 15%, sorry. 15% of you guys who are listening who are male, ask for help because you guys are way less likely to. Um, reach out and look, research. You're about to give some money every month to someone to, to help you get you where you want to be within health and fitness. Ask them. And when they say hop on a call, hop on that call and find out and ask them questions. And don't think of it as, well, I'm not going to hop on the call because they're going to pressure me into buying something. Only you will make that decision. You need to, and obviously if they say, oh yeah, this is what I do. And you're like, oh, that's actually, that sounds exactly what I want to do. Fair enough, go for it. But ask them questions Ask them what they do. Ask them how it works. Don't ask them what you get. Ask them how it works. Um, and you never know. There might be someone out there who is coaching and they could, without sounding extremely cheesy, change your life when it comes to health and fitness. Yeah. No more signing up to random um, challenges. No more doing classes because you feel like, oh, well, everyone else is doing classes, so I should be doing classes. Um not just doing random things two months on one month not doing anything you could get to a point where you are as knowledgeable as the coach themselves and then you could just crack on for the entirety of your life so ask questions figure it out also figure out what you actually want because people are more likely to hop into things when they don't actually know what they want it you know, oh yeah, I did this, but I didn't, yeah, it was all right. And fair enough, try it. But I think doing three things is fine and being like, oh yeah, you know what, they didn't really work, but the fourth thing was good. But if you've literally tried like 40 things, then you probably just don't know what you want. So you're just doing random shit. Yeah, getting focused on on what it actually means what to you. What do you want? Why are you here? Ask, answering that question is hard. Mm-hmm. I've had people who are literally in consultations that are why are you here? What do you want? And they're like, uh, they figure it out, obviously. But, yeah. uh, oh, I just want to be fit. Okay. Fit in what way? Uh, do you see what I mean? So it's like, I'm not saying that you should know and you should have it all lined up in your iPhone notes. Like, well, I want this, I want this. But you need a general idea. Otherwise, the coach themselves, once they're there and they've got your app up and they're ready to 
uh, do your programming. They need to know what to write. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you want at all, literally at all, then they can't do it. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. why it's important to have equal, I think, authority within that relationship to be like, yeah, you're, you've hired them for expertise, but also this is my thing. This is my money. I want to make sure it's going the way I want it. And I think sometimes we can be on when you are on that side of the relationship, a little bit fearful of like, Oh, I don't, you know, you've had clients probably just that have said, Oh yeah, you know, I want, I, I wanted to add this, but I didn't want to bother you or like, I'm like, bother me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me? Yeah. Message me say, yo, yo, can I do this please? Yeah. Sweet. Why? Oh, cause um, uh, I've been wanting to get back into it for a while. I just want, I, I kind of want to go for it. Can we work it in somehow? Yes, yeah, sweet. Let's do that. You know, it's like that's how it should go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like that constant flow of conversation, isn't it? Yeah. How's that? Yeah, loved it. This bit was hard though. Oh yeah, you know what? It's probably a little bit of a weakness from there because we've not done any of that for a while. Well, sweet. Next week, I'll put this in. How was that? Yeah, much better. Um, it, it's like yeah for 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 eternity mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great but if you don't if you're not aware that that is how coaching works then you're going to expect what you've always had which is usually as that lady said let's let's go at it yeah yeah it's time and to see what we can do and then uh see you later and I think that's it, isn't it? It's like action doesn't always create knowledge. Yes. Just like knowledge doesn't always create action. Mm-hmm. It's like it goes in both ways. You could be like, how many people do we know who are maybe super knowledgeable around nutrition, but they still struggle to action the basic principles because maybe their emotion takes over their their control around food or whatever it might be, or the the, the boundaries that they have in place. But the same goes for like, just because you take a lot of action and you're good at implementing stuff mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you're really knowledgeable. Like with training, you might be able to go out and run as fast as you can or lift mm-hmm. a really heavy weight or feel like you're performing well in a class environment. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're bringing your knowledge on around your training very well that it's going to sustain you in the long term. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. You're right. Action doesn't always mean... And you can take action and still end up lost. Yeah. If that action isn't intentional. You yeah. know? It's like, uh, I, I feel like I keep saying, I did a post the other day, but I've done a lot of posts recently. <laughs> um, I did a post the other day about habits, routines, and rituals. And because I was, re- I, I was, I was uh, reading um, Why Buddhism is True. It's a really good book, actually. And he was saying about, he was talking about rituals and I was thinking, rituals, habits, habits, rituals. And then I was thinking a habit is autopilot. That's literally what a habit means if you look at in the dictionary, right? It means something you do without thinking, but we're all trying to make exercise a habit. It's like, no, but it shouldn't be. It should be still something you think about. It shouldn't be, but also you you probably don't want it to be because Mm -hmm. then action doesn't create knowledge you could habitually which will not happen go to the gym and come home but if you want that training to be a habit that means that you don't know what you did in the gym because it's on autopilot you don't want that no 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 you don't and then a routine which is um so habit was like unconscious and then a routine was a little bit more conscious and that was like like uh jess you feeding luna is a routine Mm -hmm. You don't do it without thinking. You do it because you have to do it. And she shouts at me. And she day. shouts at you. <laughs> or like <laughs> doing the washing up, cooking the dinner. That's not a habit. That's a routine because you are aware you're doing it, but you just kind of have to do it. But then a ritual is the highest level of consciousness. It's something that you do. You're not thinking about completing it or finishing mm. it or um, the fact that you just you know want to get it done. It's something, it's like a mindful experience where you're kind of in the zone and you're doing something for the joy of doing it mm-hmm. yeah you're fully aware of everything that sits inside of that ritual mm-hmm. so really you know as you see because the word habit is thrown around all the time 
what does that mean? Like Jess said, action doesn't always create knowledge and knowledge doesn't always create action because action could be, if, you're, if your actions are unconscious, mm-hmm. you're not going to learn from them. Yeah. The whole point of them is that you don't know you're doing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that graph that you shared, that they they use that in that HMCC qualification mm. that I did last year. Yeah, um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I forgot to say I did not draw that graph. No, no. <laughs> I thought no, it'd be obvious. I, I, I thought it'd be obvious from the. From although the the, the lines that you did in between, the lines that you did in between, I don't know if I saw them before. What did you put in between? No, I didn't. Um, what I didn't draw that graph. Yeah, I know, but there was some lines in between. I can't remember what it yeah, said. Yeah, so it was um consciousness and then it was habit with a line with a little arrow that goes to routines and then a line that goes to ritual. And ritual is like highest order. And there was some in between each of them. I'll have a look. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, yeah, it is. It's that highest order, isn't it? I think we um we had a call on that around when we did a... Um, oh, a- but yeah, uh, Jess, I'm just going to... So left effort down to top. Right is consciousness, habit, routine, ritual. Habit is more automatic and a ritual is more meaningful. Yeah. So if it's a habit, it's not meaningful. Yeah. It can't be because of the nature of what habit actually means. A habit is do it like you you forgot that you've even done it because it's so ingrained in you that you can't remember it. Mm-hmm. So health and fitness... um lifestyle habits can you see I even say it because it's what everyone says yeah Um, really if you want them to be more meaningful and obviously some of them like drinking more water you probably want to be habitual because it probably is but when it comes to exercise and mindfulness or thinking you know uh what's it called conscious compassionate inquiry when you're actually like asking yourself what you're thinking and what you're actually wanting to do like you don't want that to be habitual no because you'll never get anywhere with it and I think that's it isn't it as well like like that's really interesting you know how you say making exercise a habit Mm, you know when people first you know when people first think about getting a coach or Mm -hmm. an in-person PT yeah because remember like having a remote slash online um, coach is um, there is, there is a lot of um, like, uh, there's a lot of, I can't think of the word. It's it's more ritualistic. Yeah. Yeah. Because in your part, you need to do stuff to, to, to make it a a thing for you to work long-term. Yeah. Whereas sometimes people say when they get an in-person PT, Oh, I just need someone to meet me there to, to, put me through my paces etc cetera, etc cetera. And, and, and they're going into it with the mindset of like this will create the habit of exercise because I will meet Sasha or Jess at 9am on a Tuesday mm-hmm. morning yeah and I'll do that for x amount of Tuesday mornings and then eventually I won't go to them anymore but I will still keep going on that Tuesday morning at 9am and it doesn't work like that though but because it's like people, it think never that's how it, people think that's how it works but it doesn't just nice. similarly to when you start running with a friend, it's you make that commitment to start going together and it goes for a certain period of time. But then when they're no longer there, you don't do it anymore, which is why the knowledge is so important. Because if you can tie back the reason why you're doing this to make sense towards your goal, you're going to be so much more inclined to stick to it later, later down the line yeah, because you're cool. like, oh, it makes sense. I'm doing this because of that, not just because... I've said I will meet that person at that set time. Yeah, and this is and that, that's why I you know I love the community thing, I love the group thing, I love doing it with a friend and stuff. But if you would not do any of that, if that wasn't there, that's when you need to rethink. If if let's say you went, we're in a running club, right, and you went every Wednesday at six p.m. and the running club was cancelled, for example, one week, and you just didn't go. Well, why? Oh yeah, because uh, the running club wasn't on. Yeah, but so, yeah, but it it was cancelled. I was like, no, the run club was cancelled. Running's not cancelled. Yeah. Running as a, as a sport is not cancelled. So if you're only going because they're there, if you're only planning on doing it 
for a short amount of time fine it, it is irrelevant mm-hmm. but if you want to become a good runner you need to go and run regardless of if anyone's waiting there for you yeah and yeah, that's yeah. the thing that's why sometimes with the whole group thing I'm like yeah it's fine but only if you would still do the same if those people weren't there mm-hmm. because otherwise you you need to ask yourself like how is this serving me mm-hmm. yeah, you only exactly. do something because someone is there waiting for you it's fine for now but it will end when as I said like, <laughs> god as I said on my post <laughs> it will end when your direct debit ends yeah yeah which if you're happy with that fine if you're not and you want this to go a bit further than that then you're gonna have to mm-hmm. oh look at that timing Jess beautiful stunning stunning so if you've enjoyed this week's podcast don't forget to like share subscribe and we are making our way to episode 100 and uh, i can't believe we've been going this long so what what did i say earlier we we met we didn't meet in may 2021 we met earlier i think but we we started working together at that point yeah but we started the pod pretty much from i think it was june was it i have a fit june's in my head I don't know what I've done. I've muted myself. Yeah. <laughs> I've muted myself. Jess yeah, has yeah. muted herself, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, we met met in... Start working, working together in May, but we met... I actually can't remember the first message, by the way. Genuinely. And I, honestly, I would scroll back, but... Good heavens. <laughs> I ain't got all year to do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um couple of guests lined up not 100% sure when they'll be on yet but I know we've got one on the 26th of April and we'll definitely have one in between there um but yeah thanks so much for listening Jess stay on the um pod after okay (laughs) okay you've got an insight but I I need to tell Jess something okay (laughs) thank you guys see you next time bye bye